Hey, you guys, and welcome to another fabulous, wonderful episode of The Avenue Talk. I am your host, Christina Hammond, and this is... Bon chance. The other host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. name is Jacques Dubois. So happy Friday, you guys. We're back again. I know we said 7 p.m., but, you know, we were playing around with some things on OBS and wanted a video to share, but right now... O- Time out. Before we go any yeah. further. I feel loud. You are loud. That's a good thing. Oh. It's a good thing. For once. <laughs> you know what? Mm-mm, you need Jesus. Okay. But Continue. before we start. Before we start. We want you guys to share. 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 Hit that like button. Subscribe. Do whatever you can. It's Facebook. Whatever. You know. Share. Share. Make like, us your. Like I'm doing. Damn. Join us on these Friday nights. I share it. Yeah, you guys. So, yes. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. So, anyway, yep. So, we're here. Avenue Talk. Woo! Um, yep. So, um, happy Friday once again. We have we have some good topics. We got some excited topics to talk about to you guys. Excited topics. But, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. We got, we, got, we got people coming. Ready I know. To, ready to start with the, ready to dive into it. Why do you always have to do that? Why can't we just have a moment where we can just express and enjoy ourselves with the people that are watching us? Okay, express and enjoy yourself with people that are watching you. Go. I will. Okay, go. I will. How's everybody doing on this wonderful Friday night here in the month of January 2021? Okay. Yeah. That's. Bless his apostle mother. Anything else you want to express? Yes, I do want to express some other things. Okay. this is the beginning of a, a very wonderful year for us. It is. It is. New things are New happening things. here. Okay. A- everywhere. There. Before. Have not been and after. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Let's go. We still expressing ourselves? We are going to continue to express ourselves. Oh, okay. Continue to express thyself. Okay. I'm done. Oh, okay. So now we can dive in. I'm done. Okay. He's done, you guys. Do that laugh. No, I'm not doing <laughs> nothing like that. I'm not. All right, look. So, anyway, guys, let's dive into it. So, we're excited to be here. I know we started a little bit late, but you know what it is, what it is. We're working on something. We're to do a video, and it didn't work out. It did. So. <laughs> we're going to get the video, though. But for right Blame now, Christina. because I can't do the video, I do, we do want to We do want to talk about the new President Biden. He's in office now. Congratulations. Hootie hoo. Woo woo. President Biden. And, uh, you know, Vice President Miss um, Harris. I know. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do what um, Purdue did. K- Kamala. 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 Mala. Yeah, that's why I said Mala, Harris. Mala. <laughs> he was wrong for that. But anyway. Mala. So I want to start know. this off because I don't know if you guys watch the inauguration Kamala ceremony. Harris. And you, of course, you know, of course, you know, when they get inaugurated, they have to place their hands on the Bible and they get to choose the Bible of their choice. And I'm pretty sure you've guys probably seen pictures of this Bible, everything about it. But I want to talk about Biden's Bible, you guys. This right here. <laughs> this Bible, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I can't. The laugh in the back is killing me. You guys, when I saw Biden's Bible, my first thing was, no offense, I was like, that Bible got chastity belts. 
Lord, ain't. <laughs> but my question is this, Christina. This is my question. Why did it have to be chastity belts? Why couldn't it be something else, like a lock or, or something, nope. a safe? <laughs> that Why is, can't the Bible just be old? Is, Why does it have to be chastity that's belts? That's the first thing that popped in my head. I said, Lord Jesus, Biden's Bible got chastity belts. Ain't that Bible's a virgin. Ain't nothing happening to that, that Bible, Bible. That Bible's been in his family since 1800s. Yeah, he was there when King James wrote the first version. Look, <laughs> I saw that Bible. I said, Lord, bless his soul, Jesus. It was King James' oh, personal the Bible. Button. <laughs> so what are y'all thoughts? I mean, I know we people call it um, from Harry Potter. They call the, uh, who, uh, what is it? Um, they they the made codex. a reference. Some people call it the Codex. The Grimmauld. Some people in the reference made a reference to this Bible from Harry Potter, the Horcrux or something. The Horcrux. Yeah. There were a lot of just you guys. I'm pretty sure y'all seen tons of memes about this Bible. Tons, tons of everything about it. You know, you know why his, <laughs> they said it's a hundred. It's old. You know it why is. that Bible had? You know why she had to wear gloves with that Bible, right? Why that Bible has tetanus all over it. <laughs> so we said they said that they said that it's a hundred. It is because uh, that Bible I think was from 1873. That's been in his family. So I was just like, oh no. So essentially, we can all agree that that Bible was there when Jesus was there speaking on the Sermon on the Mount. Wow, wow. I don't think it's that old. Close enough. I don't think it's that old. Let's go back First Bible to be hand autographed by God Himself. <laughs> so yeah but yeah so that that was a little icebreaker one to kind of start it off with today that's that's how i felt about the biden's bible president biden's bible yeah. and plus he's also the second catholic to be um sw uh, yeah sworn yes. to office so i thought oh, but you know what's interesting though learning facts you know what's very interesting i felt sorry for his wife having to hold that bible because that bible looks heavy well you know he also used that bible when he was um sworn in as vice president under president uh, foreign president obama i understand that but that bible just looks very heavy that's not our fault it looks very heavy and she's just like oh the precious the precious <laughs> the pain the pain <laughs> the pain the pain if you've seen dune then you definitely know what that reference is but yeah but oh lord jesus anyway so if you guys were here with us last week we talked about how what what do we talk about I'm so so, you, okay your looks be really throwing me off sometimes i like to just say this forgive me i was not in my right mind on the last time we were on here i was high on prescribed medication quote prescribed medication what? i don't remember much from last time i thought you took the med i thought it was on saturday that you went you know whatever. oh no i was feeling good anyway so um relax man i'll tell you get you one of the most relaxes the world just flashes by you oh god anyway so yes last week we had really interesting topics um <laughs> fun things to talk about and one of those things were um we said for today's episode, we were going to talk about what happens after you get saved. I told you what happened after you got saved. I know you, you said when you brought it up to me today, I told you what happened. I rephrased it. But no, this is no seriously, though, like chill, seriously, though, like a lot of people. And I don't know, it was just a random topic that came in my head because I always think about like what happens after you get saved, meaning not like what happens to us. But for a person to get saved, how do we tell them what happens next? Like what to expect? Or some people think when they get saved, it's going to be awesome sun and rainbows and I'm sin free. Well, that was and, a lie. Woo! I can just go out there and I, I just, great things are going to happen I for me. I just want to say that I feel bad for new newborn Christians. Can I say that? Newborn Christians without sounding too twilight-ish. <laughs> 
um i feel sorry for, for new converts born again people you know underneath the blood because i feel that sometimes these preachers just preach you up real good make you feel good about yourself and then they don't really prepare you for the reality of what it is to follow god and that's what i'm talking about i think yeah i think our gospel that we preach nowadays is not like the same gospel that they preached back in the day it's like you know during the first age of the church you knew what you were getting into but at the same time, your reality of you trusting in God was also real as well, too. Right. So when you when you converted, you you were converted. You right. Know, it's none of this stuff. Well, you know, pastor said, I'm going to get me a house. I'm, I need it. I'm trusting in Jesus for that house. Right. Because I think some people, you know, especially people when they come to the altar to get saved, sometimes when you look at them, you see there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, they've let go of. You Some of them come up there just like, I'm ready to give my life to God and everything. But I think sometimes we don't, it's almost like a child. We don't nurture them after they've been saved. Well, I'm we just say, okay, you're saved. All right, sign up for Bible school, sign up for these three classes here, but ties and offerings. We never, we never stress that though. No. But the reason why we never stress that is because when we initially tell people to, hey, come to Jesus just as you are, he'll make everything all right. Mm -hmm. But all right in Jesus includes spiritual warfare because we always make it seem like whatever your problems are Jesus will take care of it and it'll all go away like there's right. never going to be another problem that you're ever going to experience today in your life which is not the truth because at the end of the day life is still going to be life you just have an advantage and that's why I feel like because when someone gets saved like just like how you said right there right they're, you know, they go, they don't know what to go into, but they're just thinking, okay, you tell me that everything's going to be great, that I'm saved, that, you know, if I was a drug addict or if I was just having hard times, I'm better now because I'm saved and Christ is on my side and I give my life to Christ, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, I have a reality that I've understood. Mm -hmm. Just because you were once a drug addict and now you have come to the realization of who God is and who Jesus is and the spirit, and you could speak in tongues for all I care, does now not mean that your struggle with drugs is now just over right and i feel like because of that i feel like you know that's where we have people sit down and say hey okay so you know talk about the spiritual warfare talk about how you know maybe even you know however whatever issues are coming from like talk about counseling like okay where can we get you into so that we can help you because but the enemy is going to come 10 times stronger now that's what that's what church do. is supposed to be for though i know that's what church is supposed to be for i don't think it's just a sit-down class because i don't think there's any number of classes you could ever take that's really going to fully prepare you for that no i don't i don't think you i don't think there isn't many classes but i've never seen or heard like for me anyone like saying okay you're safe now so here's what you know i don't know it's just teachings i guess well once again i'm saying this christine if you're listening to me that's what church is supposed to be for but some churches don't do that if you're listening no 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 to no, no, no no you're not understanding what i'm saying mm -hmm. the church mm -hmm. the group of body be you know the the body of christ right the group of believers that meet right at their respective places of worship right. whatever they say right right the purpose of why you go to church is to do that very same thing you're talking about. Correct. I understand, I understand that point, right? I get that point. But for somebody who's never been to church and they get saved and they come to church, there's some things they're just not going to understand fully. Well, of course. There's some people that have been in church for 65 years and still don't understand stuff. 
you know? I guess. I just wish, it's, it's, I guess for me and my thinking, for me and my head, I just feel like when you get saved, I think there should be like maybe like a class. Like They have classes for when you get saved. So they tell you everything that you're supposed to believe about your respective denomination of Christianity. If you're Baptist, well, these are the Baptist standards. And what we, if you're Kojic, these are what we stand for in Kojic. If you're Pentecostal, this is what we stand for in Pentecostal. You know, they already do that. But I think that what needs to really change is not so much our, you know, what happens after, like the little introductory thing to everything you need now to know. I think the thing that needs to change is how we approach service in church. Thank you, Apostle. Apostle Mother said, I used to teach a journey classes eight weeks of what you should expect as a new convert. That should be. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, no. I understand that. I understand that. But this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that that's not right or to do for a person who is now a new convert right. or is now have come to Christ and have no, no knowledge of church whatsoever. Right. right? I'm saying that that's that little group meeting thing that we do there mm -hmm. that is what the whole purpose of body the body of believers coming together is supposed to be for in the first place right you know but we've changed it you know the whole reason why preachers preach on sunday is not necessarily to preach because hey look at me i'm such a good preacher and look how much i can exegete the text and look how good i can preach and i'm rubbing up, running up and down the aisles and jumping over pews and stuff like that that's not really what it's supposed to be about what it's supposed to be about is the believers come together to be encouraged to be strengthened to be edified to hear the word of god to hear what prophetic word that god is speaking right you know um and also you know when the church met together, it wasn't supposed to be, we have a couple of hour service and then we're gone. It's supposed to be, we come and fellowship. So now what are your, what are, what's going on with you? Uh, what are concerns? What's new? You know, what's happening? Let's talk about it. Let's uh, look at the word of God. What does God have to say about it? Let's fellowship mm -hmm. fellowship. You know, we say fellowship. Yeah. You know, we extend you the right hand of fellowship. So, you know, and we, we come here to fellowship together in service and worship. You know, we do that for one or two hours and then we talk a little bit after and then we jump in our cars and speed off and don't talk to nobody at church again right. till Sunday, Sunday comes around. Right. I think that church is supposed to be a fellowship more than just two hours. Right. I agree. It's supposed to be a fellowship. So, yeah. She said, oop. He's saying there's so much that goes into salvation that you cannot pack it into classes. I agree, Prophet Antoine. Think. That it should be think I agree, Prophet Antoine. Think that it should be an experience. My opinion. Exactly, it should be, because at the end of the day, before we had nice buildings and stuff like that, we were beating out of houses. We were fugitives for Jesus. <laughs> we were fugitives for Jesus before they decided to legalize it. Ah! How you legalize? What? It was illegal to be a Christian at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. It was very much so illegal to be a Christian. And even when Christianity was therefore accepted, it was illegal for you to have your own Bible. Mm, mm, mm. Shade. You know how many people went through so that you can pick up that little Bible that you read and throw in the corner until you find some other issue? You know what? I actually did not know that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I really didn't. I thought it's just always been just no. See, this Ooh. is my thing. The 
Well, first off, first century church and stuff like that, they were persecuted because of their belief in Christ. Well, number right. one, even when the Catholic Church finally stopped persecuting Christians and they accepted Christians, they therefore found another way to persecute you. So now only the priest could now know the word of God and you would have to accept whatever they tell you. Mm. which is a problem and they killed a whole bunch of people about that the shade um and thank god that you know god still had uh, people that were being used mm -hmm. to you know take the bible and translate it from latin and all these various other languages so that now the common person could understand it in the common language that was being used by people you know well, even today we live here in america christianity is not much of an issue you know except for those people who just have problems you know, but there are countries where you cannot carry a Bible. You cannot say anything. You don't even mention the name Jesus or you will be killed. Oh, I've heard some countries about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not focusing on that. I'm yeah. just saying I think our mentality of service needs to change because the, men the experience that we have in a service should be it should be well-rounded. So that the person who is just now coming to, to church for the first time can receive something as well as the person who's been doing this for most of their life, okay. you know, but unfortunately the way service is now, we talk about so much stuff. And when we, especially when we start talking about faith and all these other concepts that are, that should be every day in our faith, mm -hmm. you know, in our walk, you know, people who've never been to church at the end of their life, like faith, what <laughs> faith Evans, Lord Jesus. Huh? They don't know. And I, I think that's that's sad because um, like our apostle mother says all the time, we have to be able to say what God is saying so that even the least, the lowest common denominator, right, they can understand it as well, too, because God cares for everybody. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that was. Yeah. Well, next topic. I mean, it's up to you. If you want to keep saying it, we could just see. No, talking. it don't matter. To me, no, you know? no. So, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> no, every topic gets a set amount of time. Then we move on. Indeed. All right, so next topic is Babylon. Shoot, this is on you. Babylon? Yes. Oh. Um, Your post? Yeah. So I made a post earlier this week, Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, and I was talking about Babylon. And I thought it was a very interesting thing what I said. Um very revel revelatory um one thing that i've noticed and did you want to bring your post up hmm? you want to bring your post up no you don't you don't have okay to. It's, i remember basically what it says but um you know what it is is that i've been reading throughout the entire bible um most people don't know this but babylon actually started in genesis mm. yeah um when you talk about the tower of babel you actually get that's the root of where Babylon comes from. Okay. Um, so a lot of different things in nature like that, you know, um, a lot of the Canaanite nations came out of there, but my whole thing is this. Um, we love to read the Bible stories about Jeremiah and we love to read the Bible stories about Isaiah and a lot of these other prophets, Ezekiel, uh, Daniel, and all these different things in nature, Nehemiah, you know, Ezra, these people who have had physical experiences with Babylon, mm -hmm. but this is my thing. We don't live in those times to be able to physically see Babylon as a physical place today. And I've heard so many preachers. I've heard people who are Christians. I've heard people who are uh, 
true Israelites, the Hebrew, true Israel, whatever. A lot of different groups of people talk about Babylon, and I think there is a misconception about it. Uh, I actually saw a post where somebody I made inference. They were like, "Hey, you know," because um, they, they were talking about the, the presidency, um, right? The, uh, President Trump leaving, President Biden going in. They were like, "Well, it's the changes, change of guard in Babylon." I was like, "Well, I don't think that's something that we should actually say." The reason why I say I don't think that's something we should actually say is because we, every single day, regardless of who is in power, in what country, in what continent, we are still in Babylon. Mm. The reason why I say this, God placed us originally in a land flowing with abundance. Right. That was our land flowing with milk and honey in the beginning. Adam and Eve didn't have to want for nothing. No, they didn't. Right? right. Um, so when you look at the comparison and you start looking now at the cycle of redemption walking straying falling exile and then that keeps happening again again and again in the cycle of israel you know where god um delivers them from an issue mm -hmm. establishes them in a place mm -hmm. they walk it a little bit good and stuff like that for a few years then they start to stray then they fall then they go sent they get sent into exile right okay that happens continuously we as the body of believers in the church have to understand that is only a small representation of the big story the big story is this we were in our place of establishment when god originally placed adam and eve where he placed them mm -hmm. when man strayed right then therefore sin was born into the world we have continued sin since that point on and that it led us into a place where we have been exiled from the presence of God. Mm. But Christ came as our restoration to restore us. So Christ is the prophet. He's the one who, who has been foretold by so many of the Old Testament prophets as the new king who is coming to restore us to take us from exile okay. and to put us back into right standing with God, to bring us back to that place of abundance again. So you may be asking, what is exile? Why is it that you say Babylon is our world system and different things in nature like that? Mm -hmm. Babylon in the Old Testament, in the uh, you know the historical times was ruled by a king and the king worshiped various different gods, right? Okay. They worship various different gods in Babylon. There was goddesses of fertility, goddess of, of marriage. There were gods of weather, lightning, you know, cattle, all these different things, fish gods, all this stuff like the that, right? If we take those thoughts, right? Right. We are living in Babylon right now mm. because right now in our world system, the ruling gods of this world are the gods of of agriculture and we have gods of wealth and money and gods of sexuality and we have all these different gods gods of power and prestige gods of you know notoriety and and you know all these things even in our justice system okay you know so we are living in exile because we are not back in a place with god to where we have exited from our exile okay. we're in that place right now where we're getting ready to leave exile to go back into the presence of God, into the fullness of where we were one at, once at before. Jesus is our only way of being able to leave the condemned Babylon 
in order to be able to go to the promised land that God has for us, that was given to us. You know, if we look in the Bible, when you talks about Daniel and it talks about um, Babylon, Babylon was condemned mm -hmm. to be overtaken by another kingdom. Okay. Right now, this world that we are living in currently is condemned to be taken over by the kingdom of our Lord. Mm. Okay. It is condemned. Any persons who are connected with the fornication, um, with the, the, the lies, the deceit, the, the idolatry, the idol worship, all these different things that are part of Babylon, any person who does not want to leave Babylon, therefore takes part in the condemnation of Babylon. Hmm. You know, hence the reason why when John the Baptist was talking, he was talking about the kingdom of God. There is a kingdom established on this earth, which is not of God. And that will be done away with. Every bit of it will be done away with. And the right. kingdom of our God will be established in the earth. Hmm. So the reason why I made the post is because I want us all to understand we are only travelers in this land. Right. We were experienced exile. Our forefathers who came before us did things that sent us into exile. We're okay. in these situations. We have lived in homes and houses that are not permanent. Mm -hmm. We've planted vineyards. We we have businesses. We all these different things, right? Right. The same thing that we are supposed to do for our respective governments and countries is what Jeremiah prophesied to Israel that they needed to do when they were sent to the physical place of Babylon. Hey, go ahead and get comfortable. Have children. Build your homes, start businesses, pray for the wealth of the nation that you are now in. Right. You know, because in that connection that you are connected to, when they have prosperity, you will ultimately have prosperity. Mm. That's where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. But one day, just the same way Daniel um, uh, was able to look at the words of the prophets, prophet Jeremiah, and uh, talk to, to Cyrus, right? Mm -hmm. He was able to say, look, you were already, it's already been prophesied that the exile of the nation of the people of God will only last for a certain amount of time, 70 years in the case of Israel. Right. And then after that, they, his people would be restored. And then Jeremiah and a bunch of old Testament prophets even go further. And they talk about even further than that, there's coming a new King who not only will he establish his kingdom, but his kingdom shall have no end. We are the citizens of that kingdom. When you're in Christ, when you're in God, you now you shed off the, the, the title and the mantle of an exile. And you now become a royal citizen of the kingdom of God. Mm. We have to be ready for that. And that's why I also put in there. I was like, look, I called them. I called every person who who read the post children because we are children of the most high God. We should be children of the most high God mm -hmm. children. We have to make ourselves ready. And I also use the inference just like lot. Everybody knows the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. You don't even have to be in church to know that story. Everybody knows about lots wife turned to a pillar of salt because she turned back in the same sense. When the time comes for us to leave, we have to be ready now. When the time comes for this period, this tenure, as I call it, mm -hmm. of exile to be done away with and for us to become fully invested into the kingdom of God, the way God would have us to be, right? Do not turn back. Mm. We know that you've lived here. You've been born here. You have family here. 
you have uh, possessions here, all these different things. You have business dealings here. But when God says move and when that time comes on the second coming of our Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. And the people talk about all the time when he splits the sky and all these different things. And, you know, people talk about have all these different things and stuff like that. When the last trumpet sounds, you want to make sure that you have yourself ready. We need to be like Israel when God was getting ready to deliver them from Egypt. Already have your clothes packed. <laughs> Already have everything in order. Set your house in order. Right. So that when God says move, you will be ready to move. Because the Bible does make mention that if we are not ready, when that happens, you just may share in the tribulation. You know, so... It, our, our job is to express and that's amazing the whole bible is literally telling one huge story about our exile into the life of sin and god's redemptive plan to bring us back i had a thought mm-hmm. interesting thought i always thought about this when i was a kid growing up when What's they that? you know they used to say like um when god you know when god raptures us up and everything Mm-hmm. You know, be ready because if not, you might, you know, if, if you feel like you got to go get your dog or something, you get your makeup, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, your favorite toy, God's going to leave you. I was just like, cause I always thought to myself, so we still have a choice up until that point. Yeah. Cause it's not like God's just going to be like, okay, bam, got you. It's almost like, hello. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like you still have a choice. God is still giving you a choice. Not saying that, you know, you want to take God's choice. This, this is the choice you really you want to take. Look, just, check but I always thought that was interesting growing up. Like, but check it when the when the children of oh, when nice. Israel was exiled in Babylon, right? Mm-hmm. When time came to leave Babylon, do you think that every Israelite left from Babylon and went back home? Look at the prophet Ezekiel. And a lot of the stuff that he talks about. I like Ezekiel. The reason why the prophet Ezekiel and what it is he was doing was so important during that time period. Because it talks about him being led away in exile. Mm. It talks about him being a prophet that he was speaking to people who didn't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? So this is my thing. We have to understand, you know. uh, Yeah, the word says in the twinkle in the eye, you know. He said, hmm. Yeah, you gotta say it like oh, I'm pops, sorry. You, get, you can't say it yet. You gotta say, hmm. Well, the word says it's in a twinkling of an eye to me. Yeah. Nancy said, it's too quick to have to decide. Bam, so she says You have to be ready. So you gotta break. So it's not a choice. It's like you just gotta But that's my thing. So you know, and, and that's the thing I'm trying to get people to understand. I grew up. The way they taught us in church was like, What? No, you don't like at that point, it's once this is my thing. The Bible says that when his appearance shall be, when the son of man comes in glory, right? It literally says, mm-hmm. she said, how fast is a twinkle of an eye? It's faster than lightning. It is fast. Faster than light. That is really fast. God, that's really fast. Yeah. I blink. You know, so my whole thing is we have to be very understanding about the fact that you got to make your choice now. I think you could. Well, Okay. Um, what if you thinking like this? What if people are making their choices now? What do you mean? Okay, I'm sorry. Bear with, bear with my mind. Really bear. Okay, I'm. My mind is kind of playing. It's going. It's going places. Mm-hmm. What if people are making choices now? Right. When I say that, I mean 
what's to say if you choose not and not to say that your choice now is your choice permanent but it's like you know as we as as we're on as we're living our lives right and god gives us every opportunity to get it right okay get it right you need to work this out because all those opportunities god's giving us to say get it right because you do want to make it into the kingdom like this so is like my- what if we're making our choices now and not real, not. Oh, oh, you know, well, Harper. this is my thing. Nope. Check, check this out, though. Scratch it, reverse it. No, Forget I said it. Check, check this out. I, I, I want to go with that. What is our greatest ally right now? Time. And why is that? I just guessed that. Um, I don't know. Our greatest ally right now is time, mm-hmm. because inside of time, we have the ability to become prepared. True. Once time is up. Time has now no longer become your ally. It has become your adversary. Right. As long as there is time, you have the opportunity that exists to be able to make the right decision. Right. Apostle Mother said, yes, we must live rapture ready. I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. Like, I, I like the... Oh, fa- she said she likes Yeah, but I, 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 I like what she said with the five wise versions... And oh, the yeah. five foolish I versions. want to get back there because I know we didn't want to miss Look that. deeply in that story, right? Looking. Why were the why were five of them wise? Mm-hmm. And why were five of them foolish? Because five of them were ready. Mm-hmm. They knew. The way I remember, okay, the way I remember the story was because they knew when that time comes, they need to be at the door or not. They don't need to be going back, partying, or trying to gain things. They just... You got it, get it. Get they were it. ready. They were ready. But why were the five foolish ones considered to be foolish? Because they weren't ready. But I want you to look, look a little bit deeper into that. Okay. They were waiting mm-hmm. on the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. They did. They had time mm-hmm. when they realized they might not have enough just in case. Mm-hmm. They had enough time to make the decision to make sure they had ample enough amounts of oil mm-hmm. to be able to be ready for however long he tarries. Right. However long it takes for him to get there. You're talking about the five? Foolish. Okay. The reason why they were foolish is because they had the opportunity to make the decision, I might not have enough oil, I need to go get some oil. Mm-hmm. But they chose not to. Hmm. Then... When the bridegroom was announced that he was coming, then they had to think, oh, wait a second, I don't have enough oil. Let me, give me some of your oil. Mm. No, doesn't work like that. Because guess what? You can't take this, you can't get my oil. I can't share this with you because you had enough time to get your own. Mm. So they didn't use their time wisely. They didn't use it wisely. Time. Both of them were waiting. Mm -hmm. But one of them had enough sense enough godly wisdom to use it wisely ah. one of uh, the other group the other five didn't use it wisely Cosmoda said chronos bam she said they all had oil but the other five they didn't have enough oil yep right and because as long as the bridegroom didn't show up the ceremony wasn't gonna start no. they had enough time to go get some oil mm-hmm. mind you now they, the bride, it talks when, look at weddings, right? Yes. Weddings in that culture didn't take place at night. No. Weddings in that culture were an all day event. Yes. So that means you had all day. day. Yeah. 
all day <laughs> to go through the entire you had that yeah, you TV. can't say that the merchants were closed or nothing like that you had all, all day, day to get your so oil i wonder what they were doing what were they doing they got comfortable mm. they were too busy thinking about themselves too busy thinking okay. about what they were going to do to think about so, the long run you know like how when they say in church like um jesus has come back to get the bride you know like where the church by the bridegroom and everything mm-hmm. so would it be to say like how we were saying how you know trying to say earlier god is giving us time to get ready yeah and so we can't say when god says bam unleash rapture we can't say well no i wasn't ready god's like no you had time you guys are all in my <laughs> sorry but this is my thing though this is the very interesting thing about that whole thing i'm sorry Pat, the bible yeah. says i believe ezekiel says this god does not wish that any should perish but that all come into repentance right. meaning the reason why God is extending what he's extending, right. the borrowed grace that we have right now is because he wants all of us to get the opportunity to come. But, mm-hmm. but God knows. Yeah, I must say there's a but. There's God a but. knows that not everybody is. Right. But God is, and this is my you know thing. What? I didn't learn be- something. Be- I learned something yeah, today. Because God knows that, God right. knows everybody who's coming. Have oh, right. maybe we need to think instead of thinking that God is just giving us time just to have time. Mm-hmm. Maybe think about this: God is giving time so that every generation to be born that is ever going to possess a person who will ever come into the knowledge of Jesus to have an opportunity to hear. And after the last person oh. has heard, mm-hmm. then it's over. Then blew my mind with that one. Probably gotta. Think about that. Okay. Think about that because God knows all of our generations. God has, he, he prophesies even over your children's children. He does. You know? That's deep. Think about that. So at that point, can you really, and that's the thing about time. Time is never certain because it's always moving. It is. Our chronos time, our earthly time is always moving. Yes. Because we learned that. I'm sorry. I learned that in Star Trek, the movie. <laughs> Star Trek reference, you guys. If you haven't seen the new one, go watch it. He makes a reference saying the reason why they can jump a uh, time warp is because he realized the factor was time is actually time is not still. Time is actually moving. Exactly. Watch Star Trek. Woo-hoo! Time is moving. All right, I'll try it. Yeah. But the downside about time, mm-hmm. it's finite. Finite means it's not unlimited yeah at some point time will cause something to change and something will either start or something will end so yeah. there's no such thing as infinite time no not in our earthly standards like because guess infinity. what yeah you know uh plants grow and plants but then die. guess what time changes uh-huh. to the point to where now seasons begin to change right and then plants will die Right. You can't rely on the fact, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Tiffany said, speaking of time, the earth speed has increased. And oh, guess what? You know what that means? What? When the earth speed increases, <clears throat> guess what happens? What? Time speeds up. Oh. Well, why is the earth speed increasing? Well, I don't know. I don't have any scientific proof behind it. I don't understand all these things. But check this up. I'm about to go. Check this God, out. God, why is the earth speeding? The Bible says 
the Bible the Bible says this the Bible talks about the end time and the Mm -hmm. tribulation period Mm -hmm. and God talks about in that he talks about how the length of time Mm -hmm. that he shortened it because if he had not shortened the time literally there would be nobody left on the earth yep they had to change the clock that is interesting but I heard you say it's Think about it. Time is speeding up means it's shortening. Ah, I'm there. I'm with you. So what does that ultimately let us know? In how times. much time the time you thought you had yeah. is not really the time you have. So it's end times. Yeah. Look at that. How do we even get on this I'll topic? Hope, I don't know. We're just talking about stuff. We're just talking about stuff. But at <laughs> oh the end of the day, God. it's all about preparing us for end time. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what happens. Don't care. I don't want to be here when all this goes down. I don't. So, Jesus rapture yeah. me. Yes. <laughs> or if I die before it happens, please take me up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be around that 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 you know the mm. it, the Bible talks about the great white throne judgment. Mm-hmm. Tiffany says time is slipping. It is. Wow. It's amazing. I didn't know that. It's amazing. They, they uh, I didn't know that they had to uh, change the clock. They did because the earth wow. revolution is speeding up. And technically you should be able to see it now. In the weather? In the weather. Well, always. Because remember, normally in wintertime. Right. The daylight hours are shorter and the night hours are longer. Right. Right now. Mm-hmm. Even just from a couple of days ago, like from last week to this week, I've mm-hmm. noticed a difference in when it starts to get dark and when it stops getting dark. Right. There's a, a change. It's 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 a lot faster. Mm. Slightly. Slightly. But it's faster. It's faster. But God knows. Because I always look at this like how um how um, um my prosomotor says sometimes you can look at things on a physical plane, but then look at things on also a spiritual plane. Like, so how you're saying with the end times, like how God, we had a longer time, but he shortened it because he knew like, bro, like all y'all are not going to make it if we keep it this long. I'm just, just being honest. Can't do God's voice, but I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying. Can't do God's voice, but I can do Charleston history. <laughs> Repent and thou shalt be saved. She said, I'll send you the, yeah, Tiffany, send us the link and put it in the comment. Cause that's really the interesting. Lord was angry with me at the waters of strife. Cause, Cause time and space was something that, um, our dad used to really talk about a lot with me tiffany and mom like we always used to like always and not in a sense like oh we want to like just no space it was almost like okay what is god doing and why do we have like the time and space and how does it all work so you know it's something kind of interesting but we have to understand god's god is always about timing that is true god is always about timing he's given time for literally Ecclesiastes talks about all these different changes in times and right. timings, moments. And God is the, God is the only person I knew who know who's never been late. No, not late for anything. Never, he never. Might, but he's not late. But I mean, yeah, his advantage in that he's always present. <laughs> I mean, it's int- yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's past, present, and future when you think about it. Yeah, he sees it. He knows it. He's been there. You know, so that's 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 just on that. I mean, yeah, that that, like for something like that, we could really talk on and on and on. But our whole objective at the end of the day is that, you know, that you have an opportunity 
to have grace extended to you. Right. This is our period of grace. It is. So use your time wisely. Use it wisely. Use it wisely. Because and at the end of the Get day, it together. I, one thing I don't like, I don't like when everybody always tries to bring up the fact, well, you don't know when Jesus is coming. Jesus coming is the should be the least of your worries. Mm-hmm. Because let's say he doesn't come. You don't know when you're going to leave. Right. I'm about to say, so just because I don't know, don't mean I don't know when I'm going to die. At the end I mean, of the day, I'm you want to be sure that you're ready. So regardless of what happens. You know, like, I always thought it was, like, interesting. I know, Now, I've never said this prayer, but the little kids, when they have to do their nighttime prayers, are like, now, uh, now I lay me down, down to sleep. sleep. I, pray I pray the, the Lord, Lord my soul to keep. Yeah. If and if I, I die, die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Right. And I'm just like, when I was little and I was here, I was like, wait, what? If I die, no, Lord, I don't want to die. But Jesus, why? Why is it a kid? Why am I saying this prayer as a child, Lord? No. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's that. <clears throat> that's that. That was pretty. I like that. That was yeah. good. Sorry, Apostle Mother. We're all inside your. Uh, sorry. We, we did not mean. We, we are mean not to. drinking out the Kool-Aid. I'm sorry. We didn't mean. We didn't mean We mean to drink. I'm sorry. Who sold a cookie jar? Not I, said the cat. Not I. <laughs> pumpernickel <laughs> <laughs> but look you guys uh what is we it is now eight we have been on here for about 46 minutes so this has been fun we've really 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 enjoyed you guys oh look tt t- a little tt sent the link all right so you guys please check out this link that my sister just sent about um the earth spinning faster i'm gonna take a look at it because i think that's really interesting um um, so you guys, you guys, thanks TT for sharing that link. Um, so yeah, you guys, if you just want to know more about it, you know, and everything that we said, you know, feel free, read the link, read your Bible as always. And as our apostle mother says, even if you know these stories, read the Bible as if, or hear these stories, if you've never heard them before, cause you might learn something new. Like I did, because hearing that story growing up, honestly, I, the, the five wise and the five foolish. <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, hearing, well, I didn't think of it like that either. Well, no, yeah, but I didn't think of it like yeah. that either. And then hearing that parable grow, you know, hearing the parable growing up, I was just like, okay, so basically just don't be late. Just be ready. <laughs> just be ready, right? Be ready. But I never thought of it in the sense of how we talked about it tonight. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. They had time. They had time. Time after time. Yeah, that song was playing in my head like crazy but anyway you guys thanks for tuning into the avenue talk um we got to get back on doing these um what's the things the ads we'll start that up yeah so we're gonna do that what was that the ads yeah we're, we're doing that uh like next, next yeah show. probably probably next one so we'll do that next show next show we're gonna do that um also after next do our you know do our ads again um also uh join us next week where we will be talking about professionalism versus non-professionalism arrogance versus humility oh let's try to find that yeah that'd be yeah okay yeah you done took it there what was that i like that i'm sorry no i'm sorry i'm spacing out what you're saying we'll talk about professionalism versus Mm non-professionalism arrogance versus humility Mm -hmm. i gotta write that down my my topic book so i have it yes all right yeah got a story to tell you on that one personal experience okay Remember, we got it. I know. Some, okay, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about it right now. Great. See. No, I'm not saying talk about it now. I'm saying when I you do talk about it. Thank you. When you do talk about it, we just I know. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. There's love there. <sighs> There's love there. There's love there. Yeah. Can't wait till we have a little baby. Boop, 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 boop.
You know, the downside about that though, you're trying to have like little minions. So where you can try to turn them on me to use um, them as your backup. Hello, look at my nephews. I got three minions right there. Team Tina. All day, every day. And you see they love me. They be like, oh, Tina in town. I'm sorry. I'm going to be the cool dad. Everybody. Okay, be everybody a cool knows dad. I'm going to be cool dad. I'm gonna be, be cool a dad. cool dad. But I'm going to be the dad, you know, that when you come to pick up your kid from school and everybody stand out there on the curve, they're waiting to see where your parents are. I ride up in the nice sports car. Yeah, I'm going to be that dad. Okay, be the cool dad. And I'm just going cool I'm, 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 I'm going to be I'm going to be the cool the dad mom. and stuff that don't play no games. So when you do something, I just look at you. And I'm just gonna be the mom. Yeah. Okay. Can we? Can we a little? Wait, my little, little, little kids there. Anyway, you guys, thanks for tuning into the Avenue Talk. We've really enjoyed you guys tonight. Like we said, we will be on. So Fridays, if you haven't realized, Fridays are a new time starting at 7 p.m. Um, it's easier for us. You know, 11 Tuesdays, 11 were great, but I think we we're, we're feeling this. Yeah, we're feeling this. Feeling and this also, Fridays. it's gonna be. Uh, this is we're gonna use this as a segue point. To open up doorways so that we can bring on um, other special guests. You say that every show. Well, because I have to reach out to them and everybody has a schedule. They, I mean, but bit, you say that every show. I'm pretty sure our viewers know we know Antoine. And I'm going to keep reminding them. We know Antoine. Every chance I get. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, yes. Okay. Oops, oh, sorry. Talk. It's all right. Oop. Okay, it's all right. I'm done. He's done. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Avenue Talk. Avenue Talk. Yeah. And you were still late. <laughs> and you were still no, late. No, I wasn't late. I was actually on time. On time. Mm-mm. On time. Mm-mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you for joining us on, on the time. Avenue Talk. Mm-mm. On time. Mm-mm. Bye, you guys. <laughs>